This is what I say about cocaine. If I don't like it, the night's ruined. And if I do like it, now I'm hooked on cocaine. <laughs> My life's never been great when I was doing cocaine. So when you were with him, were you guys partying hard? Yeah, he got me to do Molly the first time. Ecstasy the first time. This dude's 52. Calm down. Like, get <laughs> tired. Isn't he tired? He is. 52 years on this planet? Sounds exhausting. <laughs> Welcome to Burning Good morning, my little devils. It might be the evening, whatever it is. Good day to you. I'm your host, Hannah Burner, and today I have a special guest. I'm with a woman who has had seven broken engagements, three divorces. While we're all just waiting for a text back, she is busy. She's a comedian and podcast host of Happily Never After, Mara Merrick. Hi, how are you? Did I pronounce it right? Yes. It's, well, it's Mara Merrick, but everyone says Mara. Mara. Oh, God damn it! Um, wait, are you like... Slovakian? I am. My entire life, my parents thought we were Polish. And then we had the 23 and me, and they were like, no, you idiots. And I was like, that's the most Polish thing. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> I know it's like a New York thing, but people love stupid Polish jokes. They, I live in a very Polish area, too. <laughs> You're like, we're the only Slovakians in this whole Polish town. This is crazy. So was your identity kind of um, changed after that forever? Yeah, I had to dye my hair and move town. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of that, I did I did my research on you. Um, Mara and I, oh, Mara, that's like sexier than right? Mara. Yeah. Mara is like from the Midwest. Oh, yeah, Mara. I know. No one wants to fuck a Mara. No, but Mara. <laughs> Wait, can we swear? Yes. Okay. <laughs> can we swear? I would be kicked out of my own podcast if we couldn't swear. But we met because I followed you on Instagram because I'm a creep. And you immediately DM'd me and you're like, why aren't you on my podcast? Yes. And I was like, why aren't you on my podcast? I was like, shoot my shot. Okay. Hell yeah. yeah. I love when girls shoot their shot. Because we all love each other deep yeah. down. The only thing with friendships is I feel like there's an intimidation factor with girls. Oh. Like I'll get intimidated like, oh, is she too cool to DM <laughs> me? But then when you shoot your shot and they message you back, I you're know, like, so great. we're sisters. <laughs> Forever. Forever. I know. I'm a big believer in lifting everybody up. I have to tell you something. Mm -hmm. I'm a little Polish too. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so we might be related. Um, so I was reading about you and you said something that we're going to get deep immediately. Okay, perfect. You said something that really was on brand for the podcast. You said <laughs> that you grew up in a devil home and angel street life. Yes. Yeah. What in the flying fuck does that mean? <laughs> uh, my dad worked a lot and uh, my what do you mom, do? my dad uh, worked at a tool in his dad's tool and die shop he mm -hmm. really wanted to be a race car uh pit crew person but my mom said no i want to live on a lake so go work with your dad uh they don't have race cars near the lake <laughs> they do actually there's a racetrack right by there then i'm confused in grattan it's right by grattan are you from michigan i'm from michigan yeah oh yeah oh gosh oh it's <laughs> sexy uh so <laughs> So you guys are so nice. We're so nice, but we're very passive aggressive. We're evil on the inside. Yeah. Mm, they call it Minnesota nice. Yes. When people are nice to your face. And then they're just fucking horrible and talk about you behind That's why people give New Yorkers shit, but you know where you stand with them. <laughs> I know. You know where you stand. Yeah. So my mom was uh, unmedicated bipolar. Mm. Yeah. So, so it was, it was like never diagnosed? 
It wasn't until I was 15 or 16. People don't diagnose that stuff back then. No, especially not in Michigan. Did you have a sense that there was something off? When she was beating the fuck out of me? Kinda. Oh, (laughs) so it would get physical. Yeah. For like no reason? Yeah, or just just like... We would we got a half an hour of TV every Sunday as a family. Half an hour? You can't even get into the show in half an hour. We watched Touched by an Angel, okay? Is that like <laughs> or a, Father Darling Mysteries? Those it, were the two things. What are those? Are those like religious like shows? Like religious crime shows. Religious crime. Yeah, there's like I'm kind of into that. Nun, a priest and a nun, and they would solve crimes. <laughs> It was probably the priest at the end of the day. The priest did it. The priest always did it. It was always fucking the kids. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, who fucked the kids? Yeah, I don't even have to watch. I know what happened. Uh, so we would start, like, we would start watching TV, and my mom would go, go get me something from there. And I would be like, we get a half an hour. Like, can you just wait? And, uh, and then that would be like, rage. And then my half an hour would be over. Oh, so yeah. certain things would trigger her. So did yeah. you feel like you were walking on eggshells a lot? All the time, 100%. Yeah, it was crazy. Crazy, Did crazy. you ever fight back? One time when I was 15, that's it. But I was like grown. Did you feel point. like you deserved it? No, <laughs> no, I really didn't. I was just trying to survive. You're like just in a, in a survival. You're like, okay, what's going to set her off? You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to spend the rest of my life outside. <laughs> did you have a sibling? I did, yeah. My older sister. Older sister. Yeah, I have she... a younger brother, but he's 10 years younger. Oh, mm-hmm. he was a mistake. Yes. What? Did you? <laughs> did your older sister, did you feel like you bonded over that? Or it was like just... We didn't until much later in life. Like we were in a pool party in Indiana somewhere. And she goes, yeah, well, mom used to be crazy. And I was like, wait, you were aware of this? So I would always run interference for my sister. Mm-hmm. So if she pissed off my mom, I'd be like... Distract, distract. Oh, so and you so, had each other's back? Well, I had her back. <laughs> but you're the younger one. She should be protecting you. I know, and it's so cute. She's in a relationship now. She's been dating this guy since they got fake married in kindergarten. Like a little. Shut up. I know, so cute. And then they started dating in seventh grade, <laughs> and they've been married since. And he protects her now from my mom, and I protected her. So she lives in this cute little bubble world. Do you have animosity thinks, towards her? No. I love her so much. <laughs> so I'm choking. <laughs> So, but like, so you just love her so much. I love her so much. I want her to stay in a bubble. I don't tell so her anything about heat. my life. Do you think that you were tougher? Yeah. I'm a and lot you more knew you could handle it? Yeah. You're more emotional? For sure. Yeah. I'm like, I hug her. We never got hugged. I hug. I like force hugs. Well, this is really happy. This is a comedy <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so you're a, a hug forcer. Yes. Just on my sister. Because it's so fun. Because so, she gets so uncomfortable. <laughs> And some people who are abused, you know, don't like physical touch. And it, you you said to yourself, just because I was abused doesn't mean that I can't force affection on everyone around me. Well, I mean, like on a train today, um, coming here, I there was a man that kept bumping me and I turned to him. I was like, if you fucking touch me one more time. I- <laughs> <laughs> so like that, I don't like so much. But yes. yeah, I'll well, hug That's everybody. good. You have boundaries. Yeah. My poor boyfriend, he hates touch. And I'm like, Bleh! I'm like a monkey on him. I'm like, yeah. I guess you have to desensitize. I love my one of my love languages is physical touch because I'm like, I get it. We get along great. But like, you can just be my friend unless you want to touch my butt all the time. If you want to touch my butt all the time. That makes you my boyfriend. If not, you're my fucking friend. Yes. And if I'm yes. on the subway and I want to fucking kiss on you, don't give me attitude because you're lucky I'm giving you that attention. Yes. If not, I'll kiss the guy next to you on the subway and see how you like that. 
So I have strong opinions on this. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking about Midwest people, how like they do have that like nice politeness and how because I'm maybe from like the East Coast. I I, I was saying in my comedy show, I love to make fun of people like that's my love language <laughs> like making fun of you is how I show affection yeah so like when a guy from the midwest is like gives me a compliment and I'm like thank you the conversation just dies <laughs> and like I'm like if you're not making fun of me and we're not making fun of each other what is this <laughs> I constantly do imitations of my boyfriend one time we were fucking and he was he <laughs> God, he was like going down on me and he was like three licks in and <laughs> he like collapses to the side and he goes <sighs> You have to get on top. I have heartburn. (laughs) (laughs) So so I finished, and then afterwards he like towelled himself off, and I go, "Can I do a light impression?" (laughs) You can never let him live that down. I I would like if he like took a sip of water, I'd be like, "You're about to get heartburn." Like everything he did, I'd be like, "Oh, that can give you heartburn." Well, I know it's bread, so I'm always like, "Hey." uh, if you want to have fun, like, <laughs> you're like with a bunch of friends. You look at him. And you're like, don't do it, don't do it. Whenever you don't want to do anything now, you could also say, oh, I have heartburn. He's like, oh, can you go down to me? And I'm like, oh my god, my heart just started to kill me. It's burning. <laughs> it's burning. Yeah, I did a show at his bar, and uh, I was watching him from stage, and I wasn't gonna ever tell anyone that story. And then I watched him eating my French fries, and I was like, oh hell no. <laughs> I was like, everyone gets to hear this story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I bring you, okay, I bring you to the live show. Um, Mara came to my live show. We yes, just it had so it. Good. Thank you. Burning Hell Live Show, Gotham Comedy Club. Um, when you have the mic and you have all these, like, guys you, like, have history with listening, you're like, I have so much power. And I told this story about how this guy I farted on when he was going down on me. He was right next to me. Just FYI. Oh, my God. So I told the story, and then I realized, like, and I was like, I'm not going to say who it is because the poor man's been through <laughs> enough. And then I was like, I don't think he came. And I'm like, guys, he didn't come. I took, like, a second. I didn't even try to see if he was in the crowd. And I was like, it was British Dave. And then everyone goes, British Dave is here. Did he react? What did he do? Oh, yeah. he. Oh, my God. He was laughing hard. And then uh, I was checking him out. I was like, he's so much cuter in person like oh. <laughs> i was like and he's tall he's, he's huge he's six six he huge. literally couldn't get a boner for like a month after i farted on his face <laughs> like i feel so bad for him but <laughs> you know when you're in the moment you're like you're trying to release and you're like want to release in an orgasmic way and sometimes you release in other ways i've never farted in front of a boyfriend all Ever. i do is fart in front of my boyfriend <laughs> i wish i could wait it, like your body won't let it you it won't let me i have to be sitting up isn't that crazy? My comedian be- boyfriend, the first time I farted, like he made me laugh too hard and I just farted. And then, <laughs> like he, he, they're comedians, so he had to like call it out. Like, did you just fart? Did you just fart? And I'm like, oh my God, leave me alone. I laughed too hard. I'm gassy. <laughs> well, you eat healthy, so it happens. Uh- definitely don't eat healthy no. but <laughs> when my friends are like oh like i can't poop i'm like just go to chipotle i don't understand you're like they're like oh i've been taking this vitamin just go to fucking chipotle yeah. and you that will clean will. yourself out yes. oh my god i'm so turned on right now um <laughs> how is speaking of chipotle how is your dad oh he's so good oh my dad that had a heart situation my dad's great your dad's good yeah. how growing up 
was he a good support system for you? Yes. Uh, my dad was my best friend, uh, is my best friend. He's great. He just doesn't like, he's the most loving, sweet little, he's just a little chubber. He's like mm-hmm. five foot, he used to be five foot eight. He's drunk because he's been in a bunch of motorcycle accidents. Oh. And so he keeps getting shorter. He's like five foot three. Oh. This My second marriage, I was like leaning down to dance with him. <laughs> I was like, aw. And he's like, we, you can't keep divorcing, getting married, because I will be four six eventually. You won't even see me in any photo. I won't I'll be, be in so any small. photo. Oh my god. Okay. So, but it must be hard for him to be married to someone who had that, who was bipolar, undiagnosed. Yes, they live on separate floors in the house. Um, I think they just put the house up on mark on the market. They're but- still together. Yeah, very, very Catholic. My dad went to seminary school, like super Catholic. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And uh, my mom, my dad cheated on my mom like a long time ago. And my mom should have just left. Was but, it, what, how how old were you when I that was in utero. I <laughs> Oh, so you were cooking. Yes. And so all, it was a, a high anger time. Why did he do that? Um, My mom. so devil in the home and angel in the streets what do you mean by angel in the streets we had to go to we went to private school we had to go to manners classes every day first we went to church then we went to manners and then we'd go to all those balls and events and we went to the church things where we sewed the this is like together. how you create a rebellious child yes you forced but i was them. like such a good kid i yeah. didn't drink i didn't do anything i didn't have sex yeah, that's until how I it all married. starts that's how it all starts wait so you okay tell me about your first husband slash engagement okay so my first engagement mm-hmm. is different than my first husband my let's get through it first, let's do it okay. let's boy talk uh, okay, so my first engagement was Brian, and he was a uh, from West Point, and he. Uh, Where'd you meet? We at West Point. He was a. Were you at West Point? No, my uncle was the dean. Oh. I know my godfather, and so they would have all these boys that had no dates, and so my uncle would just force me to go. It wasn't like a you get to go. It was a you're going. A little that, rapey, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I showed up, and he proposed, and it was in front of everyone, and I was like, I don't know. So I said yes, of course. To wait, be wait, what do you mean you showed up and he proposed? Well, I showed up that whole the whole week before you're there and uh, you get to hang out and kind of get to know each other. And then um, at the ball, so it's a ring dance. It's mm-hmm. like, ve- it's very fancy. How old are you? 17. Okay. Yes. And uh, I had this beautiful red gown. It was gorgeous, like blood red. It was beautiful. And uh, Oh, nice and bloody, I yes. <laughs> And then he, that's the red you come up with. You're like, blood! Oh, it was gorgeous. So much blood everywhere. I didn't even have my period yet at that time. Jesus. I know. And then he asked, and I was like, yes. He asked you to marry him after a week hanging out at this ball. Yes. Is that normal in yes. that culture? Uh-huh. Did you want it? No. Did you know you didn't want it? No, I just thought it was, uh, I watched a lot of rom-coms at my best friend's house, and so I was like, was yeah, he this is like hot? Yes. Oh, that'll do it. So hot. I'm shallow as shit. You know that. <laughs> like I'm so shallow. And my mom's like, "Do you like him?" And I'm like, "Have you, but he's gorgeous." Did you look at him? And she's like, "But do you like him?" And I'm like, "I don't. That's why are you trying to complicate this?" <laughs> I'm seeing this guy who like I put this tweet 
Um, do I like him or do I just like? Oh my that god! He wears when George his, wears a hat backwards, when he I was wears like, his hat backwards, like, literally like. this dude when he wears the backwards, I'm like, you can do whatever you want to me ever. <laughs> and people are like, is he nice to you? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm distracted by his backwards hat. <laughs> He's know. also 35. Like you think we both would grow out of that stage, but you see a guy in a backwards hat and you're just like, oh. I know my second husband, so hot, six four and a half. Wore a hat oh, yes. hat. Oh. And oh. then he would put a suit on, and then he would, oh. and I was like, what is happening? Uh. Uh. Okay, we're distracted. I'm What's a shallow that? piece of shit. <laughs> um, so he asked you to marry him. He's yes. hot. Yes. Were there any, like, red flags in the beginning? I mean, I said yes, and then I went back home, and then I called and was like, although this is sweet and kind, uh, I don't want to go to Germany with you when you're deployed. And I don't know you to go to Germany alone, so. <laughs> so thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Okay. And then I graduated college. And, and what happened to him? I don't know. Who knows? I don't keep in touch. Yeah. Good for you. Uh, I didn't keep in touch You didn't even get him. your AIM? Your AIM? <laughs> <laughs> then my first boss, uh, he was married at the time, but going through a separation and divorce. Which and, job? Uh, I was a finance manager for a Toyota, like, finance company. Yeah. Wow. He bet me $500 that I – this is the first time I fucked. He bet me $500 that I couldn't drink these two foo bars. Have you ever seen those fucked up beyond all recognition? And I was 19, so I was like – And you are like, out with him after work? Everybody was out, yeah. And I was like, put the money on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I will do anything for $500. I know. 19, you're like, $500, it's a million dollars. Yeah. But I will do it. Yeah. So, uh, it's probably rent in Michigan. Yeah. I, I fucked him that <laughs> night, and – Wait, the first, you lost your virginity after drinking two food bars. Yeah, and then he like spilled me over my couch, and I had this huge strawberry down my back, and I had to be in my sister's wedding the next day. So it was great. Was the sex good? I think so. I feel like losing your virginity is never good, though. It's, I mean, it was, I thought I had a good time. You were foobard out. I was foobard. <laughs> so did you have feelings for him ever? This this is the only one that I actually like loved. I think. Did you love him when he was like? Would he flirt when he was married, but you were in the office and you like kind of had a crush on him? Like he no. was unattainable. I was very much of a prude. Oh, so you you didn't even think about it? No, I didn't think about it. Oh my it. god, you're such a holy little bitch. I know. I was like, <laughs> I even had a journal that was like, I think if I just encourage others to be good, <laughs> it was gross. <laughs> What's also sometimes with that, like, I think religion is great for when it helps you in certain ways, but some people can get so brainwashed that they're, like, not addressing their own problems and just being like, look at all these sinners around me. And I'm like, you're, you're not happy. Like, yeah. You're not, you're not happy. So instead of worrying about all these sinners around you, why don't you find your happiness? Yes. Um, not to make this, like, um, a devil worshiping podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, so continue. So what's this guy... You don't so have to Jason. Me, Jason. Okay. Oh my god, they all have hot names. Brian, Jason. I know. And so Jason tall. has sex with you. What happens? He's British. Uh, oh. Yes. In so, Michigan. Mm-hmm. How the fuck did he end up in Michigan? I don't know. His parents were uh, brought him over when they were like six or seven, and he had a sister that hated me, and now they don't talk. And I was like, haha. Um, so why did yeah. she hate you? You were just a pure little holy girl. <laughs> uh, were you really a homewrecker? I mean, kind of. They were just separated. They weren't like. They were, of it. But they were separated. They clearly I had mean, their own she, issues. She definitely tried to run me over with a minivan once. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I was like, oh, that minivan's coming at me fast. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is what happens in Michigan. That's why I take the subway. That's why I take the subway. <laughs> yes. So, uh, like, you had sex once. What happened after that? Then we, he basically moved in. And then we got, he got finalized in his divorce. But how do you realize that there was emotion after the sex? Uh, you, well, you don't. Like, there's, there's that chemical that's released where you're like, I love him. Mm-hmm. And that's where I was. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't. Later in life, I was like, oh, I, I wasn't in love with him yet. I liked his hat. <laughs> <laughs> so his he's, accent was But he cute. was very into you. Very, yes. You were the, like, shiny new toy. Yes. I was his fourth wife. Oh, so he, how old was he? 52. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're so unpredictable. And that's why I'm fascinated by every detail of everything you're telling me right now. Because I can't <laughs> predict it. And it, I love it. I can't predict things. Okay. Yeah. So he moves in with you. What happens? Then uh, we wait till his divorce is final. And then, and that was like uh, Memorial Day weekend. No, we got married February. We had a, a holiday weekend. How many like months presence. were you living together before you got married? Like, five or six yeah and then he was like oh we have a three-day weekend you want to go to vegas and get married and i was like yeah was he religious no were your parents did they have any opinions on this they didn't know i didn't (laughs) so the rebellion began yes i didn't even tell my sister my sister was so mad did you like like, older dudes before i mean i think i was just looking for someone to protect me and Mm. i was like oh he seems because and he did that he was like this is my girl we he'd bring me around it's like would always put me up in like a private VIP table. And mm-hmm. not we had bodyguards at one point. We, yeah, it was so crazy. So he had some money. Yeah. So he was like secure feeling. Yes. So how did it go downhill? Um, he started doing the cocaine like too much. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> this is what I say about cocaine. I don't do cocaine. I think I said this on your podcast when yes. I went on it. Yes. Because if I like, if I don't like it, the night's ruined. And if I do like it, now I'm hooked on cocaine. I know. I know. <laughs> My life's never been great when I was doing cocaine. So when you were with him, were you guys partying hard? Yeah, he got me to do Molly the first time. Ecstasy the first time. As dude's 52. Calm down. Like, get tired. Isn't he tired? He is. 52 years on this planet? It sounds exhausting. I know. And he he was so fun. Like He, he sounds so, like a great he time. Was, this one guy that worked with us was a major drug dealer in in jail in Florida forever. Like it, he worked with, we hired him. I didn't realize it was like to, to wash money. Drugs. Yeah, like it was crazy. And Dennis Hackney in jail forever. Uh, yeah. Google and it. <laughs> Raquel is his girlfriend. Tiny figure, humongous boobs. Anyway, uh, important details. I was like, That's so all he's I think partying about. hard. He's partying hard. We start. A, I start a business where I go around and I'm teaching finance managers and uh, and salespeople in car dealerships how to do their jobs better. And I'm taking a big percentage. I'm making at 20, 1.2, 1.8 a year. Like it was, it was crazy money. Million? Yeah. Yeah. And then. Oh my God. I know. You're an entrepreneur. Yeah. And, uh, and it was great. And we were both working a lot. And then I was like, you have kids. He has four kids. And <clears> in his last one. Hey, talk to your kids <laughs> like yeah. once this year. <laughs> well, his last child from his last wife, they don't know who the dad is because she got pregnant from an orgy. Okay. But he was involved in it. So yes. There's a chance. There's, well, he didn't fuck her. So it's probably his best friend. So anyway. it's definitely not him. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever have an orgy before? Uh, not before him, no. No, 
I never, I never fucked before him. But like after him, did you? Was he into that stuff? Uh, he was into like watching me go down on girls, which I would do if I was on Molly. I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Wow, <laughs> this just got crazy. Yeah, it was a crazy fun. It was like Wolf of Wall Street, but yeah, it was <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street, but in the Midwest of car <laughs> <laughs> Well, we traveled all over the world. Oh, okay, yeah. So like, we had this huge client in Texas. We had this huge client. It was like crazy. We I, would stay at their house. It was insane. Were you like enjoying it? I had a great time for a little while, and then I was like, okay, enough. Because it's kind this. of went from extremes. Yeah, I I did it for like six seven months, and then I was like, okay, I'm ready to grow up. Like, it's time. Yeah. And we started buying houses and uh, having, like, we had a house by him. And then we had a house in San Diego where I uh, basically grew up and, uh, like, older teen years. Mm -hmm. And then uh, he, I went to go buy a car. And your finances were merged. Well, I had everything under me. Good. Yes. uh, Because if it was under both of us, then his, all of his ex-wives would have Oh, okay. So this kind of worked out for you. Yes, a little bit. Uh, But then turns out he was fucking a notary public. I don't know if you, someone that can sign things and when I, when you're away. So he, he got into some financial trouble. He started spending too much and he started mortgaging my homes, which I thought were paid off. And, uh, and I found out because I went to buy my very first car. I was still being like super frugal mm-hmm. and I went to go buy a, an X5. I was like, I've earned this. Let's do this. And so the finance manager sat me down. And he was going over. He's like, your debt to income is high, but you have a really high income. So it's still okay. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And so and he, it's funny because you are a financial yeah, manager. And I was like, excuse me? And he showed me. And I was like, just show it to me. I'm, I do your job. Like, just give it to me. And I looked and I was like, oh, he's... He's going to burn in hell. Like he's, this is time. He was having sex with that girl? He was having, so I figured it out. Yeah, he was having sex with a girl and he had her, he forged my name on documents and had her notarize them so that he Oh get, my God. Was his dick that good? It was pretty good. It was okay. Um, I think I just really liked the secure, I like, once you get married, that's like Yeah, it, but right? having him do that was probably the least secure f- and like oh, almost sure. violated feeling. Yeah. And one time after a crazy cocaine out party, he did smash a ketchup bottle over my head. So. Oh <laughs> my God. So was that, what happened after that? Well, ketchup is my favorite condiment. So <laughs> You're like, he gets me. He understands me. <laughs> he went to jail for three days. And then. So you reported him? Yeah, for sure. I almost died, and uh, yeah, it was insane. And that was that was before I found out about everything. So I was already like kind of on the rocks. With yes, me. yeah. But I was having PTSD, so I was making him the victim, mm-hmm. and it was crazy. And then uh, how was he the victim in your head? Well, it switches. It's like a chemical switch where you just I because I sent him to jail, and the whole time I just sat in my front room and the on the those couches that you never sit on, and I was mm-hmm. like, I can't believe I sent him to jail. This is crazy. When does he get out? Blah blah blah. Because mm-hmm. it was on the weekends, and it was nuts. And but I'm like, proud of you for doing that. Thank you. Thanks. I always think about those Lifetime movies. I'm like, if they don't call right away, fuck <laughs> <laughs> later. <laughs> Honestly, Lifetime movies do teach you a lot. <laughs> All my stories include French fries because I'm like, like- <laughs> cash out. <laughs> 
<laughs> ketchup is always in the back. So you get a divorce? <clears throat> yeah. Well, first I destroyed our finances. I sent him on the road and then uh, I stopped. I paid everything off and then I stopped paying all of his car payments. <clears throat> So that when he came back from being off the road, the house was sold, all of his shit was gone, and uh, he couldn't rent an apartment. <laughs> Don't fuck with a financial manager, people. <laughs> they will fuck you over. They know what to do. I love how you're like, before I divorced him, I got mine. <laughs> you're a petty bitch, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, but the crap, the shit thing that happened is my best friend who moved me out of my apartment, like, in the middle of the night, quickly, like, last straw. I was like, okay, we can, this is all happening right now. She fucked him for a whole month, like, Right after? Yes. What's with this guy's dick? Why does everyone want to fuck I him? I don't know. The notary girl, your best, so she wasn't your best friend after he, that? No. No. I went, I just went out to Cali and I was going to look her up and I was like, nah. Oh, why? Move on. What is the, why would she do that? I don't know. I was like, I'm sorry. You he clearly is Julie? not doing well financially. He <laughs> owes a lot of payments to cars. You would love him. He's so charming. He's a British one. British, bright yeah. blue eyes, really I dark hair. I love bright blue eyes. I love British. Yeah. I love tall. And Where he is like, he? I want to fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, after him. Okay, so then, going. sorry. And then I, oh, don't uh, apologize. This is great. <laughs> so then I go into, I quit doing the fine. I completely dissolve that company and go into hiding. I start a new company and start a whole new life under this secret company. Like rent an apartment under it. Because you didn't want him, him to, to like, find me. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of scary. Did you move states? Where were you located? Well, we, we were in San Diego. I just moved cities. I went moved back to Del Mar where I okay. yeah, grew up. But uh, yeah, so then where I Where were meet, your parents in all this? They don't care about me. <laughs> <laughs> But was it was it good that you didn't have to like explain it to someone that you like got stuck in this thing or you really wish you had someone to talk to during it? I mean, it would have been great to have a little support system, but I've always felt like alone. So like even when I was young, I had to protect my sister yeah. alone. So it's like, OK, I'm alone. It's a, I can, You're used I can to do it. This. Yeah. It's your normal. Yeah. So I was like, fine. It's fine. I got this. So you start a new company. Start a new company. I rent an apartment. I start working um, as a personal trainer while I'm like trying out to be a professional cyclist. Oh. Yes. Yeah, when so did you realize that you like loved working out? My whole life. Like I grew up golfing. I like my mom would drop me off at golf camp and she was like, "Good luck." <laughs> you had to be 10. I was 6. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good luck getting your ass whooped by the other kids whose brains are twice the size of yours. <laughs> I know. She was so sweet. Anyway, so <laughs> Yeah, so I, I grew up doing that. I had to ride my bike if I wanted to go anywhere. So, and the anywhere was like five miles from my parents' house. Mm -hmm. So I just always rode my bike. And being and physically fit probably made you feel stronger. I mean, yeah. obviously, but like that you are independent. You could go anywhere and protect yourself. Yeah, big dick energy. You big get dick energy. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm all about girls. Like feel strong in your body. Yeah. Your body's just not just like a sex go object for lift. people. Like yeah, go pick some shit up and put it down. Yes. And see how you f feel the serotonin go through <laughs> your veins. So at that point, do you feel like you wanted a boyfriend after that? You needed a break from men? Like where was your mental state with men? I didn't want anything. And then um, I met my second husband immediately. Like immediately. And he challenged me to a... Uh, 
a cycling uh, race. So he was a physical fitness yes. guy. He was, yeah, so huge. Had that. How big? Phelps, Tell me. Six, four and a half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, you're feeding my fetish right now. I'm like, <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, so I did a race with him and then I did a triathlon with him. And then he asked me out and I was like, really, this is not a good time. And all my friends were like, you never go out with nice guys. He's so nice. And uh, so finally I was like, fine, fuck it. I'll go like out I with you. I only like guys who mortgage off my house. When I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you go on a date with him. I go on a date with him. Then he like ran on the second date. Oh, my God. <laughs> second date he shows up. And uh, first day he shows up and I was in the shower and I had a roommate at the time. The girl, Julie, the one that fucked my... Great. Yes. Uh-huh. And... Uh, so, you didn't know at the time they no. were fucking. Oh, my God. I know. And uh, I thought Julie. that I locked her out, but I was in the shower and he got there so early because he was so excited. And I stepped out of the shower and my phone was so wet that it slipped. And I I just went whoop and then it went right down on my badge, like right in the middle of the Wait, tub. your phone? No, my foot. Like oh, I your stepped foot. out of my I stepped out of the shower with one foot and slipped until my badge went right down on the t- side of the tub. Oh my god. I know. So and you then broke your vagina. I broke my vagina before the first date. And then I wa- waddled over to the door and I was like, sorry, Julie, one second. And he goes, No, it's me. And I was like, Fuck! So I opened the door. I was like, I don't think we can go anywhere tonight. <laughs> oh, so like your pubic bone was broken. <laughs> I had like ice on it. And he goes, it's fine. Oh we can stay God. here. And I was like, I can't get out of this towel. No. <laughs> Sexy. You're like, you can't touch me, but I'm going to be here naked. I like your strategy. And then the second day, I wasn't drinking at the time. And he got me really drunk on two... Green apple martinis. Okay. Basic I thought you were going to say foobar again. I'm like, you got to learn. You got to learn from your past. <laughs> so I didn't want to fuck him. So I, Why? We went, and I wouldn't let him. I was like, don't fuck him. Yeah. You're never going to close Jesus this is one. watching you. <laughs> Jesus is very mad. So just the least you can do is not fuck this guy. So I went home. I was like, you can't drive because you're so, we're both really drunk. And he's like, I'm not drunk. And I was like, we're both very drunk, but you should just stay over, but we can't fuck. So I put on every single pair of underwear that I owned. <laughs> You're hysterical. Sounds very uncomfortable. Was, he's like, are you losing circulation? He was like, <laughs> feeling around. I was like, I am a little, yeah. <laughs> so we fucked. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> You're like, if you can get all 180 pairs off me, we'll have the best sex ever. <laughs> Was it good? It was great. He, uh, it was great. But he had too big of a penis. Girl, you're preaching to the choir. <laughs> was, I hate that. It was too big. These big guys sometimes. It's and they just like go. They don't even like. Yeah. Give you a pause. Yeah. Yeah. They're like you need to take a breather sometimes. Yeah. You're like, no, no hammering on the door. No. <laughs> Definitely not in the beginning. Warm it no. up first. Yeah, and he would just hammer. Because he was like an athlete, so you just yeah. go for it. And I was like, my insides. And I would have to like <laughs> curl up in a fetal all the time. I'm like, okay, all right, all right. So why'd you marry him? Uh, I was spiraling, but I didn't know it yet. <laughs> and mm. I was, so I just said Because yes. you probably weren't fully recovered emotionally no. from maybe anything since you'd been born. <laughs> no, nothing. So yeah, he asked why and do I said yes. Why do you think he liked you so much? Uh, probably because I didn't want to get married. I was always like a little distant. How old was he? 
26. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, and I was 27. Mm-hmm. But you got married because you were scared and you were spiraling. I was like, he's perfect on paper. His parents are wealthy. They own a country club. He's tall, oh, The beautiful. guys who are perfect on paper are the worst because your friends always love them. Mm-hmm. They're like, he's great. And then you'll use that excuse for like any little thing. My sister was like, he's so hot. And I was like, okay, I'll cl- all right, I'll keep him. I'll close the deal. <laughs> I'll trap him. Yeah, <laughs> we got this. I know how to do this. So when did that start going downhill? Uh, way before we got married. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, after his dick was too big, I was like, I'm done. (laughs) He started, he uh, qualified for the Olympics. And so he started training for that. And then he got injured. And so he really wasn't training for the Olympics anymore. And then he wasn't working. And I was working 9 million jobs. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, I don't want to support you. Mm -hmm. Although you seem to be enjoying it. Oh, so he didn't mind. He wasn't unhappy that he was like on his ass all the time. No. He was like working out and I would be, I was working at the gym. Oh, I feel like everyone's dated that guy who like is lazy as shit, but he's always at the gym. So he thinks he's not being lazy and you're like, dude. You're so fucking lazy. You're lazy. (laughs) You look at yourself in the mirror at the gym all day is lazy. Yes. And he would always, I mean, he looked good. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but that's boy toy material. That's not husband material. And he would come, I worked at the gym and he would come, I'd be like, okay, I'm ready to go. And he's like, can we just stay and work out? I'm like bro no come earlier before i get to leave like i spent 16 hours here i don't want to spend another two watching you also like i talk about boyfriend dick like marriage dick marriage dick like give me normal slash maybe below average dick yes i will do pilates on that dick (laughs) like i can handle that dick and feel good about myself and i can like in the morning just pop it in and it won't be like a whole ordeal yeah i think it's better my heartburn dick is perfect for me exactly (laughs) exactly so how'd you end it uh, he told me we got married and it lasted 17 days and, uh, I started drinking heavily after <laughs> that. And, uh, I actually had, I had to have asshole surgery cause I was so stressed out that my whole asshole split wide open right before I got married and I had to have it lasered. <laughs> Wait, I've ne- okay. I believe that there's like a connection between the physical and the mental. Like I get bloated when I'm stressed yes. or like I'll like you f- anxiety. You could feel weight in your body, yeah. like my legs, or your heart can feel pressure. What happened to your asshole? <laughs> so Are you sure you didn't just have too much Chipotle? Colon and rectum split. How? I don't, the doctor was like, you've never seen this before? No. Was he doing anal? No, I've never done anal. On that thing? That thing was, was, it was like this microphone, (laughs) but like long. Like both (laughs) microphones. Girl, I get it. Okay, so so that must have hurt. It was, yeah, and on our honeymoon, I just sit in the sink with sit spats 15 minutes, three times a day. Where was your honeymoon? In Tulum. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Okay. So 17 days later, 17 days later, he says, uh, cause I'm partying and not coming home. And he goes, if you don't come home at a reasonable hour, it's over. And so what were you doing when you were partying? Like just drinking heavily, just like, you just didn't want to be home. I just didn't go home. I'd just go to work. Were you like hitting on other guys? No, no. I was pretty good about that. Like they would hit on me and then I would take a free shot from them and then yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Move on about my life. But yeah. yeah, I never was doing. Oh, I did cheat on him once. That's right. With a uh, pilot 
lawyer. Mm. That was really great mm-hmm. in D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, but that wasn't part of my drinking. That was like <laughs> during the day. <laughs> You're like, that was dead sober at 10 a.m. <laughs> it was. He goes, you got to come over and look at my new house. And I was like, hell yeah, this is nice. And then he just slammed me up against the wall and started making out with me. I was like, this is the hottest thing that's ever happened to me. And uh, yeah, so I did cheat on him. Whoops, forgot about that. <laughs> but those are, you're like, bring up new memories. You're like, I thought I suppressed that deep, deep down. Hmm, where I was a shithead. Yeah, no, and then so the 17th, the 16th day, he goes, if you don't come home, then it's over. So then I just stayed out for three full nights. Like I didn't come home at all. For three nights. Where, who, where, who were you with? I just went to a hotel, bought clothes during the day. Yeah. I was like, okay, did this you close the deal? You are a wild motherfucker. <laughs> like, so wild. I'll be, I, oh my God. I like get annoyed if like my routine at all is changed. Like if I forget my hair tie, I'm like, my day's ruined. Like I should have gone home. I need to get my hair tie. You're like, I will figure it out. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta figure it out. There's always an answer. I'll be like... <laughs> But my CDs are in his car. I have to go back. <laughs> no so, way. So then you get, you finally come home. You know you're he's in trouble. Gone. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone back to mom and dad's. So that was that was done. And he uh, filed for divorce and got the house in San Diego. And also, uh, I had to pay him seventeen thousand. No, thirteen thousand. Thirteen thousand for my Ew. seventeen days. I know. I was like, Ew. I'm not paying you. That's annoying. It, I like, was be like, a man. Yes, that's what I said. I to don't him. mean I this, like, and like, but it's like, come on, buddy, come on. Her asshole got torn apart. <laughs> Leave her alone. <laughs> there was a hot pharmacist that Wait, gave me ointment. So who's okay. the next victim? Who's the next victim? <laughs> Actually, a tennis player. One Uh-oh. of my clients. One of my clients. Yeah, one of my personal trainers. Was clients. he professional, or he like was it t- taught tennis? I am not allowed to speak about him. At oh, all. so he's a professional. He, uh, I'm not allowed to speak. Okay, about Andy Roddick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably guess it. No, I wish. No, he was not that professional. But okay. uh, yeah, uh, so I met. Him, I was training him. He made he was you in sign an NDA. There's a lot of things I would never. I'm very scared of him. Okay, <laughs> he's so the only you, ring I've ever given back. So you were training him. I was training him 7 a.m. every day. And then we started doing 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. every day. And we started hanging out. And uh, he was like my best friend. He was like the intellectual Mm -hmm. part that my current husband wasn't. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. He was in finance. Uh, Were you physically attracted to him? No. Not right away. Mm -hmm. Like not until we – he's the best sex of my life. What? Yes. (laughs) Why? He fucked so many prostitutes while we were together. He was so practiced. <laughs> so he's a sex addict. Yeah. He was uh, like, he signed into his Gmail on my computer back in the good old Gmail days yeah. where it wouldn't sign you out. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, this is like when the Craigslist connections and he yep. would do like 10 a week when he was traveling and he traveled every week. It was crazy. And I was like, I don't want to get a disease. But at that point, oh. I was like a dead human being. I was like, not. Yeah. Yeah. I moved in with him right away. It was crazy. Like, he wouldn't let my dog come there. His couch was so expensive. I wouldn't wait, sit wait, on wait, it. Wait. I get it, fucking prostitutes, but not letting your dog come? That's fucked <laughs> I <know>. up. <laughs> you know? I know. He wouldn't ride in my Jeep because I had dog hair in it. Okay. So he's like, a monster. He's a monster. He would make me study these note cards before we went out to dinner with his clients. 
I mean, I did fuck so it you, up. He's controlling. Him. Yeah. What he's do you mean? You, okay, you fucked it up clearly because you knew you should self sabotage that. Well, I've. I but like. Your dog a- is your emotional support animal. How could he do that to you? Well, how did you fuck this up? Okay, so one night we went out to dinner with this couple, and I was in love with this. Like you, like you and I, where we're just like immediately mm-hmm. connected. We mm-hmm. had the best time. Plus, we're like six glasses of wine in, and we're just laughing so hard. I hit my face on the table. <laughs> I gave myself a bloody nose and a black eye, and then I started laughing even harder because I was like, ha! <laughs> Yeah, because you probably didn't feel shit at the time. <laughs> you're, you could have bashed your face against a wall, and you're like, this wine is good. More peanut gratitude, please. And then I put her in my phone as my favorite person on the whole planet, and then I only put in eight of the digits. So I never, oh. I, I know. So he got embarrassed by you? Yeah, so then the next morning he's like, here's how we do it going forward. And I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> Do you like guys who are t- controlling like that? I like, like him you to feel be a little like, commanding, not demanding. And mm. that's when I started to like sink inside of myself. I was like, okay, I thought he liked me for me, but turns out he just likes the package. Like he likes what I represent as a person. Yeah, that happened to me before too. Yeah, if a guy—that's the thing—if a guy says he likes you really early on, like I don't trust him. Because it's like he likes what he knows about you mm-hmm. and he likes how he can pitch you to his friends and his family. Like I have so many guys who were like, oh, she was an athlete and now like she's on a TV show. And it's like, mm, I don't like that. I want you to like me for like the weird shit I do and yeah. like the, the little things other people don't know. Don't pitch me like I'm a fucking like PowerPoint. Yeah, like the weird impressions I do at home and how I wrestle with you when I get a little tipsy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys ended. We did, yeah. We stayed together for four years. And he proposed and I had this huge rock and I... Wait, how long did you know he was fucking prostitutes for? Pretty much the whole time. Like, I moved in with him. Did you ever call him out? No. And then uh, I remember one time he was like also doing cocaine Mm -hmm. and he was pretending like I didn't know and he goes, I have to do I have to be authentic. And I have to and he comes out with this plate with cocaine on it, like a flat plate. And he's like, I'm gonna do a line in front of you just so you know that this is how I live my life. And I was like, Okay. And then he stood up and he goes, Do you know you know I have a protective bubble over you? And I was like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I will never let anything happen to you. And you the- let her break her nose and get a <laughs> fucking black eye at a table. Well, that was my fault. Yeah, that that was- <laughs> <laughs> no, you just have to turn it on him. You know, you just got to turn it Like, I needed you. I needed you. And you let my head fall onto the table. How good you are. Yeah, so uh, that ended. I was, I was taking $100 from him every single day <laughs> to see if you would notice. <laughs> Did he notice? He never noticed that he did ask me. He goes, did you ever steal anything from me from the house? And I go, well, I took $100 every day. And he's like, for how long? I was like, forever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's probably a fan of burning in hell, so he just found out if he was confused and thought you were joking. Why would he ask you that? Because you guys were like always drugged out and he didn't trust you? I was never on drugs with him. I I would only drink a little bit. I was like way off drugs after my okay, first husband. That's good. Yeah, I got back on when I started bartending. Oh, um, a lot um, at corporate places. So what? I drink. True. What <laughs> happened after this guy? So this guy ended, and then it was just a slew of uh, that one was rough. And then I got with uh, a guy that wanted to just 
marry me for like military stuff. Uh. Yeah. So, um, but he was tall. He was not tall. <gasps> he was a good friend. Okay. Yeah. And so, and it was just for business purposes. Like, if he goes to Afghanistan, he had like the craziest job. If something happens, I could like be take care of everything. So he wanted to marry me for that reason. But then he like never left, and uh, I started renting his apartment, and he was like still there. <laughs> I was mm. like, when are you gonna go get killed in Afghanistan? What's going on here? Like, <laughs> <my God. laughs> at least you're honest. <laughs> at least you're honest. You're like he's short. He's weak. He's gonna be. He's gotta go. <laughs> he's, gonna, he's not gonna make it. But <laughs> yep. And then uh, and then another guy. So that was like quick because he. I was renting his apartment when he was supposed to be gone, and it was three months. I was there and he kept saying it. I was like, I'm going to go. Like he kind of tricked you. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to, this isn't real. Mm -hmm. So I left and then um, I moved to Los Angeles. So this was in San Diego, moved to LA, started working at Sports Club LA. I was, uh, one guy asked me if I would marry him under a business proposition where he would give me $110,000 in allowance every year, pay for my car, pay for my place. And I was like, "Uh, yes. Was he cute? No. Why did you want that? Well, it, life was tough. At the, I was like, I was working so much, and I was like, fuck it. I'll just say yes. And then... <laughs> and you weren't scared of marriage at that point? No, I was like, what is it? Oh, what I mean, I have, like, perks? What did you life? see for the rest, rest of your life? Like, what did you want? Well, I don't... I didn't know. You know, it was just, like, really a crazy... I just really wasn't feeling anything, and I thought that marriage. Was you were kind of numb. Yes. Would do you diagnose yourself with anything in terms of like, like love addict or like? Did you think you had anything of why you kept kind of falling into the next guy's arms? I didn't ever. I wasn't ever in love with anybody else. Like it was just going through the motions, and I can shut my whole brain off and fuck someone completely without emotion, mm. and. Like when I did, I did, went to a sex party recently and mm-hmm. I was like, game face. Like, like you just put this stuff mm-hmm. on your face and you're like, I'm going in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and I crushed it. Do you enjoy it? it? No, I don't want to do <laughs> I'm not doing it for me. I'm doing it for him, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, that's what I was doing the well, whole I time. Well, I think when you've been emotionally and physically abused, you know how to disconnect from the moment. Oh, for sure. For sure. It helps a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're in this like numb place. You get your like sugar daddy. Yes. And then I said no within a month. Okay. I was like, I can't do it. Do you have friends that you would like run this stuff by? Yes. Well, they're bad friends. Or then again, I'm an enabling friend. My friend's like, should I get a face tattoo? And I'm like, that would be the funniest story ever. I could tell everyone that I have a friend with a face tattoo. (laughs) Yes. And they're like, this is not for your stand up routine, bitch. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, wait, this is just bad. I think I could just like earn more money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because 110 isn't even that good. 110's not that great as an allowance plus. Mm -hmm. So it was like my house. And my car. Okay. And a cr- like a, now I'm starting to like see it warm up. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have to have sex? Yeah. And I just was like picture. He's like one of those super buff guys. Oh. Like, like he like feels steroid. like a refrigerator. Yeah. With like the pimple on the shoulder, like oh. the whole. And I was like, I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. So then what happened? And I broke it off. I had to go. And then I met my last husband, who was one of my good friends, at a bar, and. uh 
we just got married on a whim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's your thing. Yeah, it's my thing at City Hall. and Because uh, you moved back to New York, yeah, or you moved to New here. York. Yeah. So you're bartending. I was bartending, yes. And this guy's your friend. Yes. And you get married. He's what happened? And then it just, he moved in with me right after, and I was like, I hate you. <laughs> you gotta go. He was like a total alcoholic. He was peeing on my, um, uh, we, I hadn't even put the TVs up yet, and I, they were in the corner, the TVs were in the corner, and I look up, and he's peeing on the TVs. Oh, God. I was like, Is, are you that drunk? When you first not- married him, you didn't know he was... No. Like, he totally hit it. Because he, he would go it. home. Yeah. Oh, God. There's something about peeing that's, like, worse than puking. I know. Like, peeing is just straight-up disrespectful. It is. Yes. With you their little wieners. Oh, I hate it. Yeah. Go find a bush. Figure it out. Okay, so you end it with him. Mm-hmm. And now I'm... Uh, I was single for a long time. I dated one other guy, but that's it. Those are all my, I think. Yeah. How are you feeling now? Well, I've been with my boyfriend, George, for almost two years now. Which you never do. I know. This is like the longest. This is incredible. Yes. Him and I have the same feeling about marriage where it gives us panic attacks. So I don't think he's ever going to ask, which I'm is surprised great. that you even like feel anything about marriage anymore. You're like, oh, we could do it if you want. Lend it. <laughs> Whoever. I don't give a shit. If one day he's like, this would complete me, I'd probably... If I was like super in love, do you with feel him. like this is one of the healthier relationships you've had? Yes, mostly because he calls me on my shit. Oh, I know. It's like he's like, yeah, because I'll break up with him, and he goes, yeah, of course you're gonna break up with me. It's what you do. You leave. And I'm like, ouch. Okay, all right, I'll sit back down. So, all but right, he, it sounds like he really understands you. He does. It's really annoying. He understands how your fucked up brain works. <laughs> I know. And then he can use it against you. And he compartmentalizes it, too, because he'll be like, I don't have time for your neuroses, but you can call me at 3 p.m. <laughs> That's so funny. I kind of love that. He's great. Because you, you don't have to him. fake to, like, trick him. You're like, yeah, this is me. Let's work it out. Yes. How do you think your past relationships have affected this relationship? Um, I'm very open and honest with him. Like, I'm extru- like probably too much mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'll wake him up at three in the morning because I can't stop, go to sleep because I can't stop thinking about something that he said or something that happened mm-hmm. and he sits up and he's like okay okay what happened and then I'm like I'm just gonna go home I'm just gonna go home so I can sleep and he's like just lay down and tell me what happened and then he lets me talk it out and it's I if it were me I'd be like uh yeah get the fuck out of my house mm-hmm. <laughs> If mm-hmm. you're going to wake me up at three, you yeah. can go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's not okay. That's the middle of REM sleep. Yeah. That is prime time REM sleep for me. <laughs> I would have no patience for no that. Patience. And he's like, okay, sweet, just tell me what happened. I'm like, okay, thank you. Do you trust your taste in men? No. Like, I would be like, I don't know. I'd be very confused to even trust that I'm like with the right guy. But two years is a long time. Two years is a long time. And he... Is re- like that's his longest relationship, also. Wow, I know. How old is he? Forty-five. How old are you? Thirty-seven. Wow, mm-hmm. she looks like she's twenty-seven. <laughs> no, I'm old. I'm. But old. I mean, you've lived a long life. Yeah, I told uh, your friend Lin- Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, my friend soon. And <laughs> 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 she's like, "What's what's the premise of Happy Never After?" And I was like, "I've uh, been married a lot. Promise, I'm not eighty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there, yeah, there were some like Kim Kardashian style weddings in it. Um, but yeah, you guys, I went on Mara's Happily Never After podcast. You guys should check it out. I should have out. called it Happily. It's called Happy. 
Oh my god! I know. I'm sorry. I, I keep fucking it up. It's fine. Actually, as I, sh- I said it, it's happy never after. Yes. Um, and she go on it. Listen to our episode. I open up about a lot of my exes and boyfriends. Which I know it was so good. Was pretty fun. We talked some summer house drama. Um, but I want to end this podcast now that I am fully fulfilled on boy talk for <laughs> maybe seven years. Um, to play the seven deadly sins. Okay. Seven deadly sins. What are you greedy about? Ooh, uh, I don't share food. Uh, never. <laughs> not a I Skittle share that. bag. Not a. Do you think it's because you bag. played a lot of sports and you like need the calories, or just because you're an asshole? I'm an asshole. <laughs> 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 Who needs Skittles? When I was dating a guy. His food is my food. Like when he gets his plate and there's French fries, I do not even ask. I take and I'm almost like egging him on to say something to me. So I'm like, I give you my fucking vagina. You're lucky that all I need is a French fry from you. Oh, George's food is my food. Yeah. But do not touch my food. I got in a huge fight with a boyfriend once because he, I asked him, like, can I have a piece of your toast? He like had an omelet and I ate the whole piece and he was like, what the fuck? I thought you just want a bite of toast. I was like, no, I said a piece of toast. I'm going to eat the whole toast. We fought for like three hours. <laughs> We're not together anymore. I don't know why. Um, who are you envious of? Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. No one. Oh, is that weird? No, I'm not. Is that OK? Sometimes I love Khloe Kardashian's outfits and I did go to Bloomingdale's and buy her same exact hat first her straw hat i love that but i mean good american is a very cool brand it is like i'm one of those girls who have like big thighs I big butt but i have, have a smaller like torso and no jean fits me ever citizens i like fashion nova <laughs> i'm ratchet as fuck fashion nova i'm telling you it's like 30 bucks i'm wearing them right now they will cinch at your waist i swear to god this is uns- this is not sponsored people <laughs> fashion nova if you have a big butt and like a smaller waist I, I, yeah, I learned when uh, I did an internship by like this top salesperson that uh, he's like, I only compete with myself. And I was like, well, that's deep. Yeah. But is there anything like, for example, stand up? Like, who is there, are there people that you look up to that made you realize you want to do it? Oh, Mike Birbiglia. Doug Stanhope, for sure. Like, yeah. But I'm more in awe of them. I'm not envious. Who of are them. they? The two guys? Birbiglia. Mm-hmm. Mike Birbiglia. Mm-hmm. And he, um, I got, I told a shitting myself story and uh, he was, he was crashing the show and I got off stage and he goes, really great story, really great set. And I was like, I just said, I shit myself. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I heard you and I told you I liked it. I don't need you to repeat it again at my face. It is crazy if like a person you look up to talks to you, talks to you in a positive way and doesn't isn't treating you like a piece of shit. He asked me to hold his jacket once and I was like, oh, my God, yes. And then you smelled it. It's like, how long do I have to stand here? <laughs> Whenever you get nervous, it's like, what do I do with my hands? You're like, I forgot how to stand. Am I standing funny? Uh, what are you gluttonous about? Oh, God. Bravo. Bravo? Okay, okay, wait, let's chat. Okay, so when did you discover Summer House? The first season. First season. Yeah, I like eat up every single Bravo show. What are your favorites besides Summer House? Which is obviously- I mean, obviously, Below Deck Med. Okay, I haven't gotten into Below Deck Med. What? But I've heard it's like blowing up right now. Yes. There's a girl named Hannah. Yes. Is she good? She's good. She was really boring 
a couple of seasons ago. What She's do you like, like about Below Deck Med so much? Um, it's like Summer House, but it's on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. You don't have to attack me. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, what else do you like on Bravo? Oh, my God. Everything. House Why lives. do you like Summer House? I love Summer House because it's like, if I were going to still be a social person, that's like... <laughs> I'm not a social person, but they make me. It's terrible. That's why I'm good on the show because I'm like, I don't want to be here. I love the regular drama. It's like, yeah. it's not even that big, but it escalates so huge. You're yeah. Like, Guys, <laughs> just talk it out. No, it escalates because we have four espresso martinis. Oh, yeah. And also, I think because we've gotten so close since last summer, you fight like brother and sisters yeah. where you're like, I know what you're going to say. And they're like, I didn't say anything. I'm like, yeah, but you thought this. And you're like, what are you talking about? So we have like, even like weirder fights that are more intense because we're we care about each other and also we have to drive out with each other for five hours so by the time we get to the house i already want to murder all of them yes um when was the last time you experienced extreme wrath like do you have an angry side to you i do have an angry side uh my manager (laughs) she came into town she's like had a visa situation and had to go out of town and then she, we were working on a project, and she came back into town, and she uh, called me. And, you know, our schedules are mm-hmm, insane. Mm-hmm. And she called me on Friday morning and texted me Friday morning. She's like, hey, I booked out this whole day to spend with you. I was like, well, it's not how my day works. I'm fully booked. Mm-hmm. And I said, here's the other times that I can meet with you mm-hmm. to sell this show that we were working on. And she goes, yeah, I can't meet with you. I'm brunching. I was like, what? First of all, <laughs> stop using brunch. At brunching as a verb, as a verb. just yes. stop because that can mean anything that means you're blacking out in the middle of the day that's what brunching yeah. means that's straight up disrespect so disrespectful i was like well social calendars are secondary to me so and i said and i would think that they would be for you too and then we haven't um, she was like when are we going to talk i was like never oh so you're <laughs> over her yeah, I, every time I think about talking to her, I just, it like, it's the, that rage that comes yeah. here and you're like, Ee! you're like, I'm not in the mood to yeah, get into. Yeah, I can't do it yet. <sighs> we have to stand up for yourself and your career. You do. You have, have to, to fight or people for it. are going to walk all over you. It's a tough industry. Yes. When was the last time you were a sloth? No. Uh, <laughs> Lexington last year, I think. I, I did a bike ride. I don't know. I did a bike across the country and then came back and like worked. I haven't been lazy. I went to Tony Robbins when I was 17. I haven't been able to be lazy since. <laughs> Wait, so you, how do you get the energy? Do you drink uh, a lot of coffee? I do drink coffee. I just, it's like how my body works. I yeah. Know, 4 a.m. and I'm like, Do you never, go. when do you wake up? I wake up at 3.37. What? When do you go to bed? Like one. What? I take a nap in the y- middle of the day. You lit. You take a nap at night. That's a nap. It's not sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So you never like, I just want to binge some Batch in Paradise right now. You're yeah, like, when do you watch all your Bravo? Um, I will just stay up and I'll like force myself to stay up and just watch it. Just I'm like, just be a person and watch this. Does your boyfriend have the same like energy? No. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to go buy a vibrator after this. We're going to Mexico <laughs> together. I'm going to be like, all right, I'm going to buy a vibrator because uh, you ain't going to cut it this <laughs> Oh, so you have a high sex. You have a high We're libido. It's it athletes have higher libido. Yes. Wait, can you explain that to me? It's because we create more testosterone, right? So oh. that's what drives your sex drive. So that's that's where the big dick energy comes from. Oh my so. god, we're men. We're, we're literally men. men. Yes. I, well, it started to work <laughs> in my mind. Like I'm a man in that 
like if I a guy likes me, I'd never think about a relationship. I'm like, we can fuck around for five months until I get bored. And people don't, they think I'm joking. <laughs> they think I'm joking and I'm like, no, I'm very Serious. scared of being in the wrong relationship and like it fucking at my head. <laughs> so like, let's give me affection. Like I have that, but I'm also like, I don't want to, so, it's Settle a bad down. habit of mine. I, I keep know. doing that like four or five months things. I could fuck like two or three times a day, I think. But fucking a lot, like that many days in a row might be a lot. Like mm-hmm. once a day would be good, but I don't think that's going to happen. Well, good for you. I'm going to go get some toys. I'm, yeah. And I think you want to be with someone who like lets you. Yeah, I just hate feeling like I want it. I want more and he won't give it to me because that turns me on more. I'm like, I want it. Well, I want to go get that, uh, the one that gives you the app so he can control it from his phone from anywhere. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so you just put it inside, and then he can turn it on and turn it up, and it's crazy. Are you into toys? No. But, <laughs> but now I am. I'm going, I'm, Everyone listening is like, now I'm into toys. <laughs> There's something hot about that, especially for a long-distance relationship. I know. I'm, like, turned on right now, actually. <laughs> Normally I make jokes. Okay, this is the tough one. When was the last time you let your pride get in the way of something? Oh, all the time. I just got in a fight with my roommate. About what? Uh... She fucked a dude in my bed, I think. What? I think. That's my guess. I, that's not even pride. That's just common decency. Well, I like lashed out on her about like everything. Mm-hmm. I was really mean. I was really mean. Can you be mean? Yeah, I can be mean. Good for you. I can be 100% sweet and nice and generous, mm-hmm. but I can be also the other Do way. you have an ego? No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. But like you will not let people step on your toes. No, you have to have boundaries. Have, not, not having an ego doesn't mean you you can't have boundaries. Yeah, you gotta. Be- so are you and your roommate cool? We're getting there. <laughs> I just found like his e cig thing in my bed. Oh my god! And I was like, what? I was like, does anyone want this? Because it's not my dog's. I talked to him and he said it's not his. <laughs> <laughs> he barked and told me everything. <laughs> what was wrong with her bed? Well, she's had a friend crashing with us for a month and a half. Oh my God, that's so disrespectful on so many levels. Yes, but I like, I was really, really, like I called her an adult, unemployed person because she got fired and I was like... Were you ever worried that now you have to deal with her? Not in the moment, but now I'm like, I'm sorry, we should have a conversation. I said things. You said things. (laughs) (laughs) You did things. (laughs) When was the last time you lusted over someone? Ooh, all the time. Uh, there's a hot guy in my gym. It's like he's so hot. Uh, it's not Francis, although I love Francis. Oh, yeah, Francis. Francis, Francis goes to my Ellis gym. goes to your gym. <laughs> he has a hot body. He does have, he's really in shape. Mm-hmm. I was watching him at your show and I was like, look at his lats. They look so good. Yeah, I think he overcompensates because he's a ginger, but like whatever his reasoning is, he looks good. He looks great. <laughs> and then, uh, do you find yourself at- still attracted to a lot of other people even though you have a boyfriend? No. I never, I'm never really attracted to anyone unless they're like really funny. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to, I want to have sex with him right now. Do you now. ever worry that they'll take your limelight though if they're like obnoxiously funny? I don't, I, I mean, I let people have their limelight if they want to have it. Yeah, you don't take up too much space. No. Some comedians, they don't give you any space. You're like, okay, do you want me to start clapping? Like, what is this conversation? <laughs> and then, yeah, I just let them go. And then I'm like, now I know never to talk to them again. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a celebrity crush? Ooh, yes, Jeremy Renner. 
Oh. I know he's very short though, but in my mind he's six foot two. Yeah, it's all about that's what celebrities will do. You're like, he's perfect <laughs> and tall and probably wears a backwards hat like no one other. That one when he was with the bow and arrow. Uh, <laughs> I want his arrow and my bow. <laughs> Mara, you're amazing. Thank you. I think you're amazing too. To wrap this up, I like to ask the same question every time. What advice would you give people on how to cope with their hell? Because you've been through hell and back maybe seven to ten times. Yes. Uh, I would say get professional help. Like don't just think that you can do it alone. Like reach out. There's a lot of ways. It's There's texting. There's like a bunch of different apps now if you feel like you can't afford it. There's Headspace, not sponsored. but A lot uh, of people like to say therapy isn't for me. They're wrong. Uh, they're wrong. Maybe the, a th- certain therapist isn't for them. Mm-hmm. I've had therapists that were not great for me, but uh, therapy in general, you need someone that's going to – your checks and balances. Yeah. Yeah. I would say definitely get professional help. When did you start going to therapy? So late in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably five, six years ago. Uh-huh. Yeah, full time. And how did it change your life? Um, this person instead of the man. Like if you would have met me before, I would have been like just. I did gr- guys we fucked with Molly in my system. Like <laughs> wow, the podcast. five years ago. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Yeah, I went to a rave last night. Bleh, and I was like, <laughs> now fast forward. I'm like, here I am. I'm showered. <laughs> I took a shower and I can clearly remember every guy I married. <laughs> they didn't all mesh up into one in my head. Well, I love you so much. I love You're you one too. of my newest favorite people oh, in my yay, life. Me too. Where can people follow you? What are you promoting right now? Um, and I, I'm at Happy Never After Podcast. Uh, you Not happily, happy. Happy. I know. I fucked up. Uh, I fucked up. I fucked up. It's, no, I should have. Everyone says it. Uh, and then, or you can just follow me on my Instagram at Mara Merrick. M A R A M A R E K. So many A's, yes. A lot of A's, a lot of R's. Um, you guys follow me at Being Burns. And if you enjoyed this podcast, take a screenshot, tag us, subscribe, rate, review. That's hard to say. God damn it. Subscribe, rate, review. And um, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>